Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers, I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. And you thought the purge was over, you are wrong because this purge is forever. It it's forever is. and ever and ever and this is the best voice that we could have for this. And if you didn't want to know that then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. It's just the regular Maddie D voice, what um, are you telling me? There is me? a huge distinction there. Okay, fair so, enough. You don't know how true you are with that statement as well, because we were told that this was supposed to be the final Purge movie ever. Not that we hadn't been told that before. <laughs> the third movie was supposed to be the last one. Then we had like a prequel and then don't we had this one. listen to sequel. anybody. Don't listen to anybody from Blumhouse is what I'm quickly learning. So, let's get into So, we've both seen The Forever Purge. If you haven't seen The Forever Purge yet and you really want to, go out and see it before listening to this episode. Or if you don't care, just listen ahead, because we are going to spoil a lot of the major plot elements from this movie. If there is anything to spoil, I don't know if there really is. Guess we'll see. And if you haven't listened to our previous episode either, I'd strongly suggest listening to that as well before continuing, but that's totally up to you. I think it's going to be the better episode overall, but yeah, again, up to you. This could be good. Yeah. So let's get into talking about how well we did with predicting the plot of The Forever Purge. But first, Maddie D, how much do you think The Forever Purge made in the worldwide box office? And keep in mind as well that several countries were in lockdown when the movie came out. For example, we were. I couldn't see this in the cinemas because we were in lockdown when it came out. Yeah, it came in at a bad time, so I think that's going to affect its box office. I'm going to say uh, that- Do you want to know the budget oh, before sure. you start swinging? Sure. What's the budget? The budget was $18 million. That's a small budget. It's uh, a horror movie, Maddie. D. When have they ever had a big budget? <laughs> I will guess that this movie- Let's not forget that The Conjuring, the last Conjuring movie we spoke about, had an $11 million budget. Mm. And if you remember, it was a pretty big success. Mm. I think this movie made, uh, I'm going to guess, 40 mil. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, so, that's that would be a success because that's yes. doubling its budget. It actually made more than that, Matty D. It made $77 million worldwide. I was going to go with 80. I should have went with You should have gone with 80. Choice. You would have been much closer. So, the movie was a massive success. And Neil Blum from Blumhouse, of course, he's the head of Blumhouse. It's his house. Yes. <laughs> he was like, you got to do a sequel. you got to do two more sequels. And what was the guy who, who does The Purge? I can't remember the, the director behind The Purge movies. He was just like, oh, do I have to? All right, I guess so. Was, it, was that the audience as well? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Well, we'll tell you about how the audience felt about this movie after we've finished discussing our plots. So, before we do, would you care to explain our point system to anybody who may not be familiar? Mm-hmm. So, we're going to grade each other's papers. We're going to grade yep. each other's plots. I'm going to grade Kieran's plot. He's going to grade my plot. If we have guessed something in our prediction that wasn't in any of the promotional material, we give ourselves two points. If we guess something that we saw in any of the promotional material, which includes the trailer, that gives us one point. If we got the context right. Mm, that's right. And if we kind of got stuff... That was not exactly correct, but kind of on the right track enough to give some kind of point. That's half a point. Yeah. And if we get something completely wrong, that's zero points. We tally all those up and we get a score out of that and we compare yeah. the score with each other. That's exactly right. Now, I think it's fair to really sort of quantify our, our levels of points as well. If you think about it, in the past, we've we've gotten all sorts of scores from ranging from the teens to the 20s to, sure. to the 50s to the 80s in some circumstance. But I think really listening back to a lot of those actual spoilers episodes we've done in the past... I think anything below 20 is a failure, if yeah, you ask agreed, me. Yeah. That means we got maybe just a few things that was in the trailer and, and not a lot of uh, points overall. I think anywhere between 20 and, let's say, 35 is just sort of like not great. Mid. Mid. And then 35 to 50, let's say that's, that's a pretty good day at the park. And then 50 plus, I think, is perfection. Like, we pretty much nailed the movie. We're on the right track massively so. And then, of course, you know, anything beyond that is just, <laughs> you might as well have just called the movie scene <laughs> yeah. for scene, word for word. Shot for shot. But let's see how we fared on that scale this week. 
Uh, I believe I went first in that you original episode. You did go first. And so, I can't wait to talk about your prediction and get it yeah. over with because I've been dealing with your smug ass. <laughs> I not, don't think I did that great personally. Just today. You know, well, we'll see. We'll see. But, man, but you've been so incredulous this week. It's really been pissing me off. <laughs> Let's not forget in that original episode, I watched the trailer once and <laughs> yeah. just went with my gut based on the previous Purge movies. And when I finished my prediction, you were like, how do you feel about it? And I went, ugh. Felt that terrible is true. About it. You did not feel good about it. Maddie D, on the other hand, we'll talk about it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, we, we've been we've been going. There's to- a reason for my giddiness. <laughs> we went to the pub the other day, and you were yeah. s- such an asshole about your plot. Uh, well, what else is new? Plot. But anyway, but let's go into. It. Let's see how well you actually did. So, Forever Purge by Kieran. You said firstly, <laughs> it's written in crayon. <laughs> it's written in- yeah, that's my plot. Uh, you said that the movie was going to start shit. with a cold open. Uh, technically, it starts with a flashback. It's Adela, right? That's the character's name. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Okay. Adela and Juan. Cool. So, uh, yeah. played by the woman from Army of the Dead yeah. and uh, Namor the Submariner, respectively. Yes. Okay. So, it technically starts with a flashback with Adela and Juan fleeing over the border. Yeah. Uh, so, not a cold open. So, you were incorrect with that guess at, at how the movie started. I guess it is a flashback more so than a cold open because it does take place 10 months before the rest of the movie. And there's a time jump for the yeah, for the rest of the as movie. in the 10 months that I just described. Yes. Now you said that we hear news broadcasts. It doesn't really happen. You thought it was going to happen at the start of the movie, not quite. It kind of happens after this sort of almost flashback. like 2 minutes into the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd call that the start. So I give you a point for that. Fair um, enough. you said that it would announce that you thought that what this news broadcast would do would be to announce that they're going to do one more purge just to satisfy people. So in your prediction, you thought that the purge had been... You well, know, I didn't outlawed. say that the broadcast yeah. was explaining this. I think the, the, the broadcast was going to give us backstory yes. on what has led up to this. Yes, which And then is I tr- had reasoning saying like, oh, you know, everyone cracked the shit. So then the, the new president, President Ron, was just like, all right, one more purge. Yeah. But, you know. Not quite accurate. Not, not quite the case. The actual movie is a little bit more lazy. What's explained yeah. <laughs> is that the purge has been reinstated by the NFFA. So it's been uh, four years since yes. uh, Ron's term. And so the, the new founding fathers of America were re-elected, uh, mm. I guess, because everyone wanted the purge back. And I don't know much about And they were just immediately like, let's put the purge back in place. Yeah, I don't know much about the purge universe. So I'm guessing the NFA was like the-, the NFFA. Con- NFFA is the new, like the bad guy conservative party that really pushed for yes. the purge, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's right. So they're well, rein- they created the purge. Right, okay. So they reinstated, they introduced the purge again. But I'll give you a point because there is news broadcasts around this point in the movie. Yep. You said that the purge siren would sound- there's a little bit more that happens in, in the actual movie before yeah, we get right. to that point, but that does happen, so I'll give you a point for that. We also see it in the trailer. It's also a big part of the Purge universe as well, yeah. uh, from my understanding the Purge universe, that is. You said that the movie would move to the following morning after the yeah. Purge. Yes, this does happen. Again, there's a lot of build-up before that. Yeah, we, we have a whole day before the Purge we, happens. Yeah, we, I think- And then we see most of the Purge night, but only peripherally mm-hmm. so. Yeah, we, we have a lot of- We have a day before the Purge, and then we have the Purge, and then we have the- Feels like the longest day in movie history. <laughs> You you thought that we would it would kind of be just the purge and then after the purge. I give you a point because that does happen, but it is something we see in the trailer. You said that we would see bodies and rubble of the aftermath of the purge. You said we'd see government yeah. cleanup crews. This is all true. You said that we would see the people emerge from their bunkers. True again. This is all stuff we see in the trailer. Yeah. So there's a lot of one points flying your way there, but all stuff that's in the movie. You said that the majority of the movie would take place in a small town in Texas that was near the border. It's true. It yeah. does. Points there. You said that there would be commentary around immigration. I decided to give you two points for that because that is oh. such a huge part of the movie. I know we kind of knew that going in, but I was like, eh, I'll give you two points for it. Uh, you said that Adela works in town and Juan works in the farm. 
as a yep. farm hand. A ranch uh, hand. A, yeah, a ranch hand. It literally is a ranch. And I give you two sets of two points there because that is accurate. That's what they do. I think Adela is Adela she works studying? in a butcher shop. Right. Okay. What did you say? Is she studying or something? She's studying butchery. <laughs> <laughs> She's learning English and she works in a, in a butcher right. shop. Well, not a butcher shop, sort of like a, uh, a meat cutting right. uh, shop. And that's why there's animals around. Gotcha. No, that's not the reason there's animals no? around. There's carcasses of animals inside the meat chopping plant. Mm-hmm. But the whole reason there's a goat out the back in a cage is because it's a trap. It's a random thing. It wasn't there. It wasn't a part. They're not like slaughtering animals. It's not an abattoir. <laughs> this is all just a trap. Okay. You're to understand. You didn't understand that in your plot either. <laughs> I was kind of confused with what her job actually was. Yeah, we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. Now, you said that there, there was a character you called Rico. Um, the character's yeah. name is actually TT. I think Juan calls him his full name in the movie at one point. Yeah, I, I don't remember what that. It was. I think it was Trina something. Trinidad Tom. Yes, that's that right. That was it. Anyway, to, to your- And he was Mexican for some reason. Okay. We, knew, we knew there was a character in this movie. Yeah. We didn't know anything what his about name him or what his name was. So, you called him Rico, but I'll just call him TT because that's what his name is in the movie. Yep. And it's very clear that this is, the, this is the character that you're speaking of. You said yep. that he would catch- one up to everything that has happened pre the purge so what the purge is about and all this sort of stuff which is true he sort of does yeah i'll give you two points there uh you have a moment together yeah and and it catches him up and the audience up with all this sort of exposition (laughs) exposition guy is what tt was and apparently not much else we're all sad when he dies we're like okay (laughs) i was like who's that again (laughs) yeah i know right it's like oh the friend's dead you mentioned that juan and adela escaped from the cartel Mm -hmm. uh and that's how they're here now and that this is their first perch. This is true. It's yep. something that we see at the start of the movie, but you are correct. Two points well, there. Well, we don't see that they're escaping from the cartel. No. We just see that they're crossing the border. Yeah. We have no context. No, that's true. Uh, but yeah, that does happen. Uh, we find so, out- we don't actually find out in the movie about this whole cartel thing until it's during the purge and Adela's up on the roof of the, the bunker that they're hiding mm-hmm. out in. Mm-hmm. And she gives all her backstory to some random sort of like, Soldier slash guard, guard yeah. that's up there. Yeah. Turns out that the cartel were targeting them because she was part of a, a group of women who sort of uh, targeted the cartel, I guess. And that's why she's so good at firearms. Handling weapons, yeah. Mm. Which was a big part of that movie. Yeah. I like that in a movie where, like, the purge, in a movie universe where the purge exists, the audience needs to have the fact that someone can use guns explained to them. Like, I didn't ever question why she could use guns or anybody could use guns in this universe. It's America, right? Everyone's good yeah, at Yeah, well, she's fire. from Mexico. You'd presume it'd be just as bad down there in this universe. <laughs> yes, exactly. Since crime still exists. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. If crime exists, maybe everyone's good with a firearm. I don't yeah. know. They need to build a backstory, I guess. Make some mystique going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you mentioned that Harper was pregnant or is pregnant. Uh, that is the case. You, th- I think you thought that she had just realized. Didn't I pregnant. call her either Tess or Cassie? Yeah. So the character's name is Harper. I think you called her something else. I can't remember. I think it was Cassie. I've just referred to her. As but Harper. was her sister Cassie in the actual movie? Because one of the, the yes, her sister sister is one of Cassie. the Tucker sisters was called Cassie. Yes. Okay. But uh, the 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 actual wife of Dylan is Harper. Is Harper. I think there was some discrepancy with the cast list. Yeah, that's at right. At the time, there was some wrong names there. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we know who you were talking about. Sure. Yes, she is pregnant. So I'll give you points there. She's a lot more pregnant <laughs> than a I lot, thought you, she was going to be. She was just pregnant. She's on the later. Stages. She's actually just about to give birth. In yes. fact, it does give birth to a doll in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hyperrealism. So, if Dylan hadn't noticed she was pregnant at this point, then I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things wrong with that guy. He's a yeah. fucking idiot. 
You said that Adela would be lured into a trap. She tries mm-hmm. to open a cage. This is stuff we see in the trailer. There's a goat in the cage, tries yep. to open the or cage. Or a ghost. <laughs> or a ghost, that's right. Uh, and the cage traps her. There are men in rabbit masks that appear. Yeah. Uh, she tries to explain that the purge is over, so why are you doing this? And they just go, we don't really care. We're still purging on, purging on. All points here, but this is all stuff we saw and in the like, trailer. We're going to set up this elaborate sort of like uh, one of those uh, machines that they use to kill cattle, uh-huh. like a cattle gun. Yep. Uh, we're going to elaborately put it above your head and very slowly draw it down to your face, giving you ample opportunity to be rescued. I love these characters because when you're in a universe where crime is legal, you could do whatever you want. And yeah. they spent well, the- at this point, it's not legal. No, it's not legal. But during Still. the purge, I can only assume during the purge, they set up this, they're there like, you know, making this elaborate cage. They're like, oh, yeah. we're going to get someone good once the purge is over. Like, yeah, exactly. Like you can literally just shoot her. You could do that, but no, they wanted to. The purges always have these really elaborate ways of killing people. And when they have people dead to rights, they just want to like, I don't know, draw it out for as long yeah, as possible. you can kill these people. Even though they have no reason to keep anybody alive whatsoever. Yeah, I guess I guess these rabbits, they like the, I don't know. The they like taunting. Yeah, yeah, that, that's their thing. That's just the purge thing. They just like taunting people. They're all amateurs at yeah. killing. <laughs> yeah, you can kill someone. Why are you? Oh, God, it's funny. But uh, yeah, well, you know. I guess that's their thing. They like they like traps. Yeah, they they built a trap during the purge. Yeah, they didn't get to use it during the purge, so that's why they were like really pushed for the the forever after purge. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, hurry up, the purge is nearly over. Oh, god, <laughs> we'll get somebody after the purge. Don't yes, worry. I spent two weeks working on this goat trap, and I'll be damned if I'm not using it. <laughs> yeah, it was a do-it-yourself project. You know, it was two yeah. buddies building a cage. It's kind of nice in a way when yeah. you think about it like that. Now you said that the cowboys in black would come in, this is at the ranch, that is, uh, and take the Tuckers yep. hostage. You said that they will announce that the purge will not end. This is a point because we see this mm-hmm. in the trailer. You said that Dylan gets punched in the face for mouthing off. He does. Well, um, he's got a, a gag in, so he's not quite mouthing off. But he's no. getting, as a result of his previous mouthing off, he's <laughs> yeah, getting he gets, a punch to the face. Punched to the face. You said that Caleb gets executed, two points, mm-hmm. because we did not know that going in, and he does. You thought that other members of the ranch were going to be executed too. No one else is, only Caleb, but you're right with yeah. that. You said that Juan and TT would rescue the Tuckers, going in guns blazing, give you two points there. That is what happens. Uh, you said that they would flee in a truck. This is true. Mm-hmm. Um, your, in your prediction, you thought that they were trying to escape more cowboys as more cowboys arrive. Not really. They just kind of flee to, uh, I believe they're looking Isn't for- Isn't their backup coming? I can't remember. I don't, I don't recall I, this. I, guess I think I, I gave I, you a point for the same point. I, I rewatched this part in the movie because I couldn't remember if there was a car chase or not because that's what you- Well, there's no to. car chase. But I, I thought that they got in the truck and they were just going to Adela. I could, all right, I'll, give you, I'll give you an extra point there. Yeah, we might both right. be misremembering because I think Maybe. we're mixing up the trailer with the, the actual movie. Right. Because I remember when I was writing they my sh- notes, I was just like, I don't remember if there was backup coming or not. Yeah, and then I-, I was like, well, it was in the trailer, so it must be in the movie. I- but I watched- that trailer is very misleading. Yeah, I watched the I watched that bit in the movie, rewatched it, because I couldn't remember it either. And they, they shoot the cowboys. Yep. And then they go, oh, let's get out of here. And they go into the truck. And I thought that they drove off and their plan was they were trying to find yeah, where yeah, Adela was. That definitely happens in the movie. But, but I, I thought there were more cars coming in the meantime. I don't remember if there is. Well, I might have to take a point away from you there. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Well, let's not count it. Let's All just right. presume we're both misremembering the movie. Okay. Because I think we both watched it on Thursday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's now Sunday. <laughs> and it's not the most memorable yes. movie. 
Let's not forget that we did in our best and worst of 2021, we did both call this one of the most forgettable movies of that year. And it's It's, certainly living up to its name. And it's already starting to drift away. Well, so many similar scenes happen in the movie. It's almost very hard to just on a a two-time watching just pin down, oh, did that happen in this scene or did that happen in that scene? Yeah, I found that so hard. I had to go back and watch the movie because there were points in the movie where I was like, Kieran said this. Did this happen or am I thinking of something else? Yeah. You know, because there's so many times where they go in somewhere and then they drive away. Like, that happens yeah. like all the way through. Yeah, that's right. And it's just like, did this happen? Did they have this so conversation? So, it's the same beat for, yes. for the whole movie. So, that the same circumstance. So, what happens, uh, again, this is not reflecting our thoughts. This is just what happens in the movie. So, we have a circumstance where they're traveling somewhere. They have to stop. They're attacked by purges. Uh, they're held, uh, you know, and it looks like they're dead to rights. And then they're rescued at the last moment. Then they're able to escape. That happens again and again and again and yeah. again. So it's very easy to mix up one scene from another. You're, you're right. It is the same beat. <laughs> Through the whole movie. Mm. And all the movies are like this, with yeah. the exception of the first one. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's where, that's where it gets hard to kind of like look at this plot. Because even when I was doing the notes for this, I was like, I just watched the movie. What, what, like, yeah. <laughs> why am I forgetting these things? Because it, it's Yeah, I made a mistake thing. of waiting two days to do oh, my notes. It's rough. That's rough, man. Anyway, back to your plot. You said that uh, TT would suggest fleeing over the Mexican border, which is a huge part of the plot of this movie. So that is correct. Give you two points there. Mm-hmm. You said that the border would be open for six hours. This is something we saw in the trailer, but that is correct. I give you a point. There. I think I said four hours in the actual movie. But yes, you it said is six four hours. hours in the movie. But they, in the movie, they do also say, you know, it's now four hours until yeah, the border is due to close. You did say four hours. I'm such a nice guy that I was like close enough. The, the point is, is that there's a time frame yeah, yeah, of yeah. which, and fuck, four, four hours, six We hours. do actually hear four hours in the trailer, so that's where I yeah. got it from. Yeah, but there, there is a time frame that they're trying to meet. You said that they would go to find Adela in town. That is true. I'll give you two points mm-hmm. there. You said that Adela and two good Samaritans encounter more purges. You also completely skipped over the part where Adela was rescued from the two rabbits by, I said, two good Samaritans. In the actual movie, it was just one good Samaritan, her boss. You didn't mention that at all, and I also deserve points for that. Oh, okay. I must have missed that. I'll give you two points. Because how did she end up with the two good Samaritans, then, that you just mentioned? Yeah, well, I give you points for saying, because there's one good Samaritan, and um, I mentioned his name later on. Yeah, I said two. There's only one. Yeah, but, you know, whatever. So, boss, but you didn't mention the whole rescue, which I got oh, exactly right. Right. Yeah, I completely forgot about the rescue. <laughs> I can't remember how you she got out You just cut straight to, like, her with the good Samaritan. Yeah, yeah, so you completely yeah. missed okay, that Okay, yeah, point. so two points there. I'll give you an extra two points. Because uh, that wasn't in the trailer. No, no, it wasn't. I must. But, mind you, I, I said there were two good point. Samaritans, not one. <laughs> yes, no, you you, met, you said there were two good Samaritans. There's only one, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, this this good Samaritan is with her at this point. Helps her out away from the purges. I give you two points for that, I guess. Uh, well, I'll give you two extra points for that anyway. Uh, you said that the Samaritan would help uh, uh, Ada out. Um, Who? Ada Wong from Resident Evil. Ad- Adela. <laughs> Sorry. On a side note, I went and saw a show called Ada and the Machine, so that's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, excellent. So, yeah, that does happen. Two points there. You said that the police would intervene during this whole purge uh, when they're attacked by the purges. This happens yep. later on when the whole group, when they're all together, get encountered. No, by no, no, no. So. Yes, but I, I do give you points for it in a second. Okay. Okay. All hold, right. Hold, hold that thought. Hold that thought. So, I'll give you two points because that does happen in the movie. But in the actual plot itself, there are police that come in and they get taken in the police van, which I give you points for sure, as well. Sure, sure, yeah. Uh, but that's what I meant. I said that Adela and the two good Samaritans are arrested by yes. the police because because of the they're just arresting everybody. Yeah, yeah, which is correct. And they all get ho- so it's uh it's Adela. Hope you're all still following us. It's Adela in it's, my plot. It's um in your plot. Yeah, 
And well, two in the good actual, Samaritans. In the actual movie, it's Adela, it's the good Samaritan, it's the two good Samaritans, and it's like some purges. In the movie, it's Adela, Samaritan, and her boss. Yeah. Don't call him a Samaritan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I've, I, I and then two Dari- random purges. His name is Darius in the movie. So it's, oh, really? Yeah, Adela, Darius. Uh, then there's some random crazy guy. Nazi who, man. Yeah, Nazi man. Who's just like, let me out. I should be allowed to purge. And it's like, buddy, if the purge is forever, then they can arrest you and contain you because there's no laws. So you can't say, this is a infringement of my rights because I'm allowed to purge. It made no sense to me. Yeah, anyway. it made no sense. Yeah, but he's and there. then there was dumb girl as well. <laughs> yeah, there was that girl that was just like, I'm just going to sing. Yeah, and then her neck and gets then broken. die. <laughs> yeah, the, the truck crashes and she's the only one who dies. <laughs> Which, by the way, you said that the van does crash uh, during an altercation to give you two points there. Uh, you said that, yeah, back to the police van, you said that the purges in the van would claim that the purge is still ongoing, which is yep. the case, and that there are no rules. Yes, there's a point here. I think we see some of this in the trailer as well. You said that, yeah, again, there's a crash. You said that uh, Adela and Darius would be rescued by Juan and everybody. Which, the gang, the Tuckers. Which is two points, because that does happen. Yep. At this point in your plot, you said that their, their decision is they want to head to the police station. This does not happen, although no. that makes perfect sense. I don't know why they didn't think to do this at any point in the movie, but whatever. You said that military would intervene. We do actually see the police station around this point in the movie, and it is on fire. So, I guess going there would be a bad idea. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. They're like, oh, jeez. There's that out. So, yeah, you, you, your whole point about military intervening, I'll give you two points for, because at this point in the movie, martial law is declared, and also the military do yep. come in to try to fix everything. And essentially, there's warfare on the streets, so there's two points yeah, there. Yeah. You said that uh, Darius would be killed by some purges. This is not the case. He actually escapes. That's right. Uh, to your point, you thought that the military were kind of attacking everyone, our good guys and our bad guys. I Not really. They kind of come in, and then our good guys kind of flee, so I don't give you any Well, points. they are just shooting indiscriminately on the street. We do see that. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, they never really attack our good guys. It's because the good guys are hiding. They're never in a circumstance where in the line of fire with the, the military. But if the military were to see them, they probably would shoot at them. Okay, well, I'll give you a point for that. I was just speaking generally. I was yeah. just saying they have to escape from both purges and the military mm. because the military are shooting indiscriminately as yeah. other purges. That was my point. I wasn't saying the military attacks our heroes. I never said that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I was I, describing the scene. I, oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'll, 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 uh, I'll give you a point for that. I'll, I'll concede. You said that they camp during the night. Technically, they kind of go to a bunker before going to- the uh, before they cross the border, so I kind of yeah. count that is what you meant. There, sure. it, you know, it, that's that's kind of what happens in the movie ish. Um, you say that they're not there for very long, mind no. You. So it's I not gi- like they're there overnight. They're traveling I, all night. I give you half a point. Yeah, for that. sure. Okay, yep, makes because they never really crash. That's their intention, but they then they decide to sneak over the border at this stage. But there is sort of a break in between. Yeah. Now you said that. Oh, you, you say that there's a conversation. Uh, that Adela has with Harper about the child and about Adela having an unborn child. Um, no, she had a child that she, she lost. She had a child that she lost. Now, this is my recall of the movie. I can't remember any such No, nothing happened. Happens, but I give you half a point because there's like a bonding moment that I recall between yeah. Harper and, so Harper and Adela. And Adela so- Harper says she's afraid to have a baby born in this world where yes. something like the purge can exist. Yeah. So they do and have Adela that- gives her some sort of like heartwarming- thing i don't remember what I she can't said remember what she says either but there, there is something like that that happens so i'll give you half a point you said that there would be a fight at a shack uh wad's face would be nearly forced into a bike wheel this is stuff we see in the yep. trailer uh and you said that he would be saved by dylan and adela which is true but it's actually more adela that saves her but you know yep. point, points here uh that is four in total you said that there would be a dirt bike chase scene 
I think there is. <laughs> I'll give you a point. Yeah, well, there's dirt bikes there. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's, there's no chase scene. There's no chase, but there's bikes running around. I give you a point because it's we see it in the trailer, yeah. but uh, you know, it's it's close enough for me. You said that the four heroes would escape over the border and they would encounter purges and narrowly survive. At this point, they're being pursued by this one white supremacist group. There's called, one guy actually called Alpha. Yes, um, and I don't think they also f- known as Elijah. I think, but I think they just call him Alpha. Yeah, I, they they fight at the border, but not once they once. Once they cross the border, they're safe. They're literally like on the border. They're literally on the border, <laughs> fighting yeah. on the border. Uh, held at gunpoint before they escape by the skin of their teeth. Now, you said that the movie ends with a newsreel. In your plot, it was describing the assassination of the president, which is not the case. But it does describe that the United States is in chaos, and mm. we see this as well. Well, interesting. The, the founding fathers are uh, disbanded, basically, at the end of the movie, from my recollection. I think so. Well, I think there's no law anymore. I think they just all flee. Right. The, found, the new founding fathers all just disappear. Yeah. I, I since think, the whole I world has gone right. into chaos. Yeah. You thought there would be an assassination. There isn't. But No, I also thought that President Ron would still be in power, <laughs> yes. which I was wrong about. Yes. So yeah, I give you half a point there, and I tally up all your points. Uh, I think I get, I think I robbed you of two, so I'll add that on. And with that, you got forty nine and a half. Wow, pointsy doodle. Wow, okay. As we described before, not too bad. Yeah, a little bit better than I was expecting, given it's that I went right. in with very little confidence. It's all right. It's a lot of stuff from the trailer, Kieran. Yeah. Well, the thing is, when I watched that original trailer, and one of the reasons I only watched it one time is because I watched it and I was like, I have no idea what order these events are going to happen in. Yeah. So I just threw everything in the world. Turned out that, yeah, didn't do too badly. Yeah. Let's get into how you went. Yeah. Tell me how I did. So you said that the movie would open with Juan and Adela escaping from a Mexican drug cartel on foot, all battered and disheveled, and we're to believe that this is part of the purge. So we, as the audience, think that they're being chased by purges, but it turns out this is completely unrelated. And you said that they make it over the border into the United States, but the cartel follow them over the border, only for the cartel members to be killed by random purges. Now, the purges don't seem to notice Juan and Adela, which gives them a chance to escape. And a car pulls up alongside them, and it turns out it's TT, who you said was Eddie, yep. because his, uh, what was his name in the actual Oh, movie? The, the actor's name. The actor's surname it's was Edda. Edda. Yeah. And so he became Eddie in your plot. Uh, what was his Rico in my plot? Yeah. TT in the actual movie. <laughs> you said that TT offers them a lift, which turns into a car chase when Eddie is pursued by purges. Gave you half a point for that because the movie does open with one and Adela crossing the border. That's about it. I mean, like other than other than the back end of that prediction and the front end that's pretty that's pretty accurate right we do open with Juan and Adela fleeing over the border and it is yeah, a flashback. And that's what I gave you half a point for only half a point I mean you said that they're running fleeing literally from the cartel the cartel's chasing what do you describe doesn't actually I mean, happen they go in through, the movie. What, what happens? They go through like these cat- like so catacombs. So they're with a whole bunch of other refugees. There's a child there who takes them through the the tunnel. Yes. The tunnel of the kids. So because they're through, fleeing. Yeah, the kids just like well, they're fleeing. The kids just like rapido, rapido, because I guess he's on a schedule. He's got somewhere to be. Mm-hmm. And then we had the funniest moment in the movie for me where we had the kid jump scare. <laughs> yes, the biggest jump scare in the whole movie is Adela rounds a corner in the tunnel, and the kid is just standing there, and they played like the loudest music <laughs> sting in the world. And Adela screams like she's seen the most horrific thing in her life. It's just the kids just standing there. And I'm like, that's supposed to be scary? <laughs> it made me laugh so much. So the reason I gave you half a point is because mm-hmm. while what you described is very vivid and I like it, it would have made it for an exciting opening, more exciting than what we got. The only element from that is that the fact that they crossed the border. And the fact that it's a flashback. Uh, you didn't say it was a flashback. You said it was a cold open. Did I? Yeah. Uh-huh. So all of the events of your movie happens 
in sequence, so it happened straight away. You never said right. it was a flashback. Okay, all right, all right. So we were basically opening on the purge night. Man, when I heard this back, I was like, that was pretty fucking close. <laughs> it wasn't. I thought so. So this is on purge night. So oh, this, okay. is, this is, you're saying this is purge night, and then once they go over the border, that that's makes when purge night purges. ends. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it makes sense. So it Con- couldn't possibly be a, p- a flashback. Continue. <laughs> oh, wow. I want to reach Electro City. <laughs> now, something I just want to correct. I kept referring to the Rio Bravo, which is the the river that separates Mexico and America. Uh-huh. I kept referring to it as the Rio Tinto <laughs> in that episode. Rio Tinto is a mining operation in Australia. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, Kieran! Don't, you're such an idiot. Don't come to this podcast for your facts. So it's the Rio Bravo. Okay. So go back to that original episode. Replace all my Rio Tinto jokes with Rio Bravo jokes. <laughs> That'll be way funnier. Yes. <laughs> you said that Juan, Adela, and TT stop in at a motel where they find a room filled with regular civilians in hiding, waiting for the purge to be over. I gave you half a point because Juan, Adela, and TT spend purge night in a secure facility with other Mexican refugees, but this is 10 months later, mind yeah. you, and it's not in a hotel. It's a yeah, secure it's, facility. Yeah, it's, but I gave you the half a point for the... They did wait out the night mm, with these other refugees. And it does happen later on, that's right. Yeah. You said that the reason that the purge is now back after being abolished in the previous movie is because it was brought back by popular vote. Gave you two points for that because America did vote in the new founding fathers for yeah. another term. Yeah, and I think that that would have been one of their platforms, right? That's right. Let's stop talking about my plot now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like Trump with the election. Yeah, I, I, I want to end on a high. All right, continue. So, between the two of us, we actually worked it out, in all fairness, because mm. you were just like, okay, uh, people demanded for the purge to be back. And I said, well, hold on. Maybe it's been four years since the, the previous... Uh, president was elected and now they voted back in the new founding fathers and you said all right let's say that the the purge was brought back by popular vote so that's yeah. exactly right well i remember when i went into my prediction i didn't actually think about because i didn't watch the previous movie no you didn't know i so. didn't think about how this purge would be brought back so my initial reaction was just it's just being done which yeah. probably would have been more accurate to the movie because they don't really go into it they just like yeah whatever we just they hand wave the they, last movie so hard we just brought the purge back well, not the last movie the third movie yeah they hand wave it so hard they do that they might as well have just not had that movie so us trying to rationalize it was probably the wrong approach we should have just been like oh they just decided to do it yeah but well you were right in what you predicted overall uh, so yeah there we go you said that the purge sirens blaze, signalling the end of the purge, and the survivors emerge from the hotel into a brand new day. Uh, I gave you a point for this because this does happen, but it's not in a hotel. Yeah, and we see it in the trailer as That's well. That's true. You said that TT offers Juan and Adela a place to stay at his farm, which oh, he God, is definitely the owner of. <laughs> here we go. Hey, you got to make bold claims here. It's not the case at all. It's the Tucker's farm, and he only works there. I just rewatched the, the trailer. I was like, because I kept saying... Oh, Dylan doesn't seem like he knows. Oh, we'll get to that. I'll okay. make All a right. point I'll, of that. I'll, 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 I'll pin that. But yeah, I, I thought that he owned the ranch. Yes. Oh, dear. And you thought it was going to be social commentary as well. Not the case in the actual movie. You said that TT also extends the same offer to Dylan and Emma Tucker, who are also staying in the same hotel since their house was burnt down during the purge and they've lost everything. Not the case at all. Yeah, it was interesting that I said that. I think there was a little bit of real life seeping in because- Because your house burnt down and you work on a farm now. Yes, that's exactly right. No, during during the COVID time, there was a lot of those sort of stories. Yeah, that's true. I knew people that were going through similar things, so I think that just seeped into my plot. Yeah, interesting. I also pointed out that Caleb Tucker should be with the the Tuckers as well, since you never mentioned him at all. And so you just awkwardly inserted him (laughs) into your plot. So if anything, I deserve a bonus point for that. Uh, you You have enough points. 
Okay, fair enough. You've got to remember our new rules, Matty D, if we help each other. Well, actually, you didn't get any points for mentioning Caleb at all, so I guess I don't deserve any points. <laughs> you said that while they drive to TT's farm, TT explains to everyone what the purge is all about, even though they've experienced it firsthand and were watching the coverage of it on TV. Gave you half a point because TT does briefly talk with Juan about the purge while they're driving to work. Yeah. He basically says, what does he say? He basically just says, oh, it's one night a year. Because uh, he, he explains Juan it. and Adela have never experienced the purge in the actual movie. Yeah. In your movie, they've experienced it firsthand and then have seen it on TV. So I don't know why. Well, I guess he could be explaining what you just saw was <laughs> the purge. Yeah, well, this is a regular event. I don't know. Yeah. I knew that going in from the trailer. That was something that was in there. So Yeah. Also, what you described didn't match the trailer. So that's why I only gave you half a point. Because in the trailer, it's quite clearly only Juan and TT sitting in a, in a Jeep together. And what you're describing is there's at least five of them, right. six of them, yeah. all together in the same vehicle with Juan explaining to everybody. So you're taking Sorry, point, TT, you're not ta- Juan. You're taking half a point away from me because the car isn't full enough? Well, like I said, what you described isn't what was in the movie. Okay. So. All right. You said that uh, your reasoning behind saying that the Tuckers couldn't possibly own the farm in the movie oh, is go. because in the trailer, it looks like, quote, Dylan doesn't know his way around the farm. All right, let's. I didn't see. I said this in the original episode. I'm like, I didn't get that impression at all. And then rewatching the trailer and watching the movie, I'm like, I have no idea where Maddie D got this from. Let's talk about this. So there is a scene right. in the trailer where Dylan walks into. He's a, walking cautiously into, into his a barn. stable, and he sees a horse go by, and he kind of jumps. Yeah. Because the horses should have been locked up, but someone's let them out. Because obviously there's purges, as we saw in the trailer, in the context, running in, yeah. in the in the uh, the barn. In the context of the movie, the way the reason he's cautious is because there's purges running around and he's figuring yes. out what's happening at yes. this stage. Matty D watched that trailer was just like he looks lost. He doesn't know this ranch. It's not his ranch. Even though, even though even everything else in the trailer points to the fact that it's his ranch. And you also said that you watched the trailer. You said I won't tell you how many times I watched the trailer. <laughs> I think the, you somehow watched it less than me. <laughs> <laughs> less than one. Uh, also, I wanted, I, you know, you got you to gotta be bold with these kind of things. You said sure. it was the Tucker's Ranch. It's really paying like, off for you. I need, to, I need to do something different. That okay, fair enough. You. Okay, I like that approach. I was also completely wrong, and we both were about Dylan's whole character and character arc. We did not see that coming. Well, neither of us really discussed Dylan beyond just mentioning he was in no, the movie. No. Like, we didn't even consider that he would have a character or a character arc. <laughs> We didn't care about any of the characters in this movie beyond uh, Juan and Adela. We were just like, oh, as long as they're safe, who cares about the other characters? <laughs> so you said that they all arrive on the farm and start doing farm work, and Adela is instantly trapped in one of the goat cages on the farm. We clarified that this goat cage was a part of, like, their yep. farm animals. Don't know why they've got it rigged <laughs> to trap somebody in it. There's just, you know, April Fool's was only the week before. It's still left over from sick that. sick of people stealing their goats. Poor old TT. <laughs> Gave you half a point for that because Adela doesn't work on the farm. She's not even no. at the farm when the the pur- when she's trapped in the goat cage. She's out the back of her workplace. Mm-hmm. You said that Dylan is ambushed by purges while looking around in the barn. Gave you a point for that. That was in the trailer, of course, as we just discussed. <laughs> you said that everyone is gagged and tied up, including Dilla, Adela, Emma, and Caleb, and several ranch hands. Mm-hmm. Gave you half a point because it's just the Tucker family. Oh, wow. Okay. What, you want me to give you a point for saying Adela and uh, was there? She clearly wasn't. I know she wasn't there, but anyway, we'll, we'll continue. Remember how half points work? <laughs> you said that the leader of these purges is a black-clad cowboy who goes on a rant about this being the forever purge. Gave you a point for that. By the way, the most unintimidating guy in the world they picked. Yes. I was just like, a, a wind could push this guy What over. was his name, Kurt? I don't And he was so obviously like going to be a bad guy when they introduced him earlier in the movie. So he's someone else who works on uh, the Tucker's ranch. And he's like given his purge protection bonus by Caleb. Yep. The father. 
And he's just like, you know, I know what I'm going to spend my bonus on. And then like intimidating music plays. I'm like, oh, geez, he's coming back. I'm going to spend it on a hat and costume. I like that he's complaining about like working slave labor on this ranch, but it's his job and he's getting paid to do it. That's the opposite of slave labor. He just doesn't want to work. Uh, the commentary is not well thought out. No, it's not. You said that this cowboy is the leader of a group who believes the purge should be permanent. He's not the leader. He's just a random follower. In no, your plot, he was yeah. just like the head of the whole forever purge. Yeah, I movement. thought he was a made bad guy because that's how the trailer pa- painted him. But Sort of, yeah. And it looks like he's the guy on the poster as well. Mm-hmm. You said that Juan and TT are elsewhere on the farm for some reason. Maybe they're <laughs> off, you know, in the back 40. And they sweep in and save everyone at the last second with guns. Gave you a point for that. They arrive at the farm after the Tuckers are captured. They're sort of coming in to work and notice that something's wrong. Sick. In the actual movie. But that's close enough to what you said. You said that our heroes escape in a vehicle just as more purges arrive as backup. Now, this was a point of contention for us earlier. I still gave you a point because they do escape in a vehicle. Yeah. They get into this. And I gave you a point for that as well. Yeah. But there's no aspect. there's no backup, as we've discussed. We don't we think so. We need to so watch anyway. this again. No, we I, don't. I, I, I'm now not convinced. I, I think I might be wrong. Maybe we should. <laughs> And yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, work it, we'll work it into the edit somehow. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. You said that their car breaks down, so they have to walk to a small town in order to get gas. Gave you half a point, because they do stop at a petrol station to get petrol. Oh, do they? Okay. Oh, they do, eh? <laughs> and yeah. their petrol station is just full of dead people <laughs> and uh, forever purge flags, which uh, I think Cassie helpfully takes one. Uh, yeah, so the, it never breaks down, even though that truck is shot constantly. Every time we see that truck, it's just like, ping, pong, ping, pong, pong, bullets <laughs> flying up. It must be a bulletproof truck because it's never affected by bullets at all in the movie. I mean- Never goes through the glass. If you, own a, if you own a farm, you need to have a bulletproof truck. True. You said that the town that they go to is completely empty with everyone lying on the street dead. This never happens in the movie, but no. I gave you half a point because the gas station that I just described is like this. And you did say that they were going there specifically to get gas. So it's close enough to that scene. So half a point. So you can't say that I'm too mean. That's nice. But yeah, all the towns are in chaos in the actual movie, I just want to point out. You said that our heroes are chased by more masked purges and end up escaping in a police van. Gave you a very generous half point here <laughs> because they are chased by purges yes. all throughout the movie. So you can count any scene, you yeah. know, that's your one. And they do have to abandon their truck at one stage when all the roads are blocked. So yeah, no police yeah, van involved yeah. though. You said that the police van has prisoners in the back with one prisoner explaining that the police gave up and left on foot. <laughs> So the police were driving in the van and they were just like, fuck this, and just got out and walked away. <laughs> we're not police anymore as of right now. Yeah, we're going to go purge now. Now, as silly as that was, I gave you half a point because there is a police van with a prisoner in the back. Y- and so I had to give you a point for that because y- it was an element in the movie. Yes, but not, not at all in the right context. No. You said that a group of purges crash into the police van in order to save the prisoners from the back. I gave you half a point for that because while they... I said the same thing, basically, but... Uh, while the purges don't crash a vehicle into the police car, they're just shooting it with a rocket launcher in order to kill the police and the uh, the surviving prisoners, I suppose, escape regardless. You said that Dylan kills the purges with an axe. Gave you half a point. It's a sledgehammer. And I, I told you it was a sledgehammer in the original episode and you're like, it looked like an axe to me. Isn't that, that, that just like completely encapsulates me as a predictor in this whole show. Just like missing a sledgehammer as an axe. 
and then doubling down and deciding that yes. that's what's going to Even happen. though I'm telling you directly yeah. that yeah. you're wrong. You're like, no, 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 it's an axe. It's an axe. There is no axe in this movie too. No. None. There's certainly a sledgehammer. There's a memorable sledgehammer kill. If only. If God, only. I'm an idiot. You said that you, we hear over the radio that Mexico has opened their borders for a short window of time and our heroes have decided to travel to the border. Gave you a point for that. It's exactly right. Yeah, we see it in the trailer, but yes. Our heroes... <laughs> Here we go. You said our heroes fight their way to a city called Electro City. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so when I said that, you were just like, what? And then we rewatched the... I, I'm sure you'll go into it, but yeah. we rewatched the trailer and now... I, uh, it was a building that said Electricity. <laughs> the city that they travel to is El Paso, mind you, which is on the Mexican border in Texas. Yeah. And I gave you half a point because that was so <laughs> dumb. But they do actually travel to a city, so I have to give you half a point. But you thought the city was called Electro City. So, you know that famous city on the Mexican border? Electro City. There is, there is a, uh, there, there is a, there's a, there's a, sorry, there is a sign that says electricity neon lights. Yes. My dumb ass was like, that must be the city's name. Which they just have on top of the buildings. <laughs> And it's Electro City. Electro City. They're going there to uh, to fight the Pokemon trainer. Uh, <laughs> it, does sound like, it does sound like a, a city from Pokemon. I don't know why I thought there'd be a Electro City. And I was so confident about that. I was yes. like, it points my way, man. Oh, I'm going to get this. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. You said that the city it would be in total chaos with everyone fighting and killing each other. I gave you a point for that. Right, we saw yeah. that in the trailer. You said our heroes have to fight for survival. Gave you a point for that. That's the whole goddamn movie. You said that TT is killed during the fight in the city. Well done, two points. Hey, nice. I don't think I mentioned that myself. Yeah, it was a big dramatic moment, hey. Even though TT just completely vanishes from my plot. You said that the main bad guy in the city that they have to contend with is a scarecrow mask guy. It's not the case in the actual movie. It's Alpha, as we already described. Yeah. I don't even remember seeing a scarecrow uh, face guy in the city. It, it, it was in the trailer. There's like a kind of guy with a kind of sack, but he's, he's, he comes and goes. So. Well, here's the thing about Purge movies. I understand that this is your first Purge movie. Yes. If the characters are wearing a mask, they're just a lackey and not a bad guy. So okay. the bad guys don't wear masks for the most part. The main bad guys. The yeah. main bad guys, yeah. They have like they have to have their screen time so they can't be behind a mask like uh, Lord mm-hmm. Humongous from Mad Max 2. Now, suddenly they go from Electro City and magically appear in a shack near the Mexican border. <laughs> Gave you a point for that because, of course, they go to a shack right on the Mexican border in the actual movie. You said that our heroes stay in the shack overnight since they can't possibly cross the border until morning. <laughs> There's just no way. No way, none. Uh, yeah, that doesn't happen in the actual movie. You said that Emma is just randomly sitting by the window and she's grabbed by a purger wearing a ram mask. Gave you half a point for that because Emma isn't even there. She's not even in this shack. She's already no. crossed the border in the actual movie. No, she's it's either. Adela who gets grabbed. So in all fairness, because... yeah, I saw it in the trailer. I got the girls wrong. Yeah. Yes. The women wrong. That's right. <laughs> At this point in your plot as well, I said that the guy with the rams head on was part of the ram cult. And I said, you'll understand that reference in the future. And now he does. And now, now I'm caught up. That's been such a reoccurring joke now. Yeah, it's such an in-joke. <laughs> Anytime there's a cult in one of our movies, it's automatically the cult of the ram's head. Yeah. And it all goes back to this episode, too. Oh, there you go. You said that the purger who grabbed Emma, it wasn't Emma, it was Adela in the actual movie, is working with the cartel and plans to trade Emma for Adela and Juan, who he plans to give back to the cartel. So he's going to trade. So he grabbed Emma out the window and he's just like, hold on, guys. I'm going to make a deal with you. You can have Emma back as long as I can have Adela and Juan, and they're going to hand them over to the cartel. They're going to give me a big reward, uh, and you can have Emma back safe and sound. Who, who was Emma in the movie? Emma was um, who we thought was, what's his name's wife? Dylan's wife. Okay, so, so that's the Harper. It's so Harper. Harper, right. So we thought that Harper's name was Emma in okay. that original episode. Okay. Yeah. So I thought it was Harper that gets kidnapped. That's right. But yeah, like I said, she's not even there, so I don't know where you got that from. 
You said that the purger suddenly changed his mind after this massive speech about having a deal. He suddenly changes his mind and slits Emma's throat. <laughs> <laughs> Just to show how cruel and heartless he is. Yep. No, it never happens in the movie. What's funny is it's so obvious in the trailer that it's Adela, but you still like double down. Oh, so it was that point in the trailer that yeah. I'm thinking of. Right. So you're thinking of when Alpha had Adela like uh, at knife point, at knife basically, point, yeah. and it's so clearly Adela. We see like a, a we get a real class A look at her face, and right. it's been Adela through the whole trailer. But you're like, nope, that's a completely different character. I don't, yeah, don't know why I thought that. <laughs> Who knows. You said that we have an old school Western shootout where Juan is wounded and doesn't die. No, that doesn't happen. You said that our heroes kill most of the purges but end up being outnumbered. So I guess they just keep coming. In the actual movie, they have a, like uh, two Native American guys. Yes. One of the the villain from Fargo season two is there with a uh, with a crossbow, and they they actually take out most of the purges pretty handily. Yeah. With the exception of Alpha. So basically, the opposite of what you said is true. You said that Dylan sacrifices his life to distract the purges, allowing Juan and Adela to escape over the border. So Juan and Adela are the only survivors in your movie. Caleb has completely vanished from your plot at this point. <laughs> we don't even know what happened to him. Give you half a point because everyone escapes over the border okay in the actual movie. Yes. And yeah, the reason that Caleb disappeared from your plot is because he wasn't in it in the first place. He wasn't. He was actually dead in the movie. Yes. So you said that Juan and Adela are approached by people who we're supposed to think are purges. But it turns out that they're just here to help them. Doesn't actually happen in the no. movie. We're never asked to believe that, you know, these people in sort of first aid tents and uh, police uniforms are ever, we're ever, never asked to believe that they're oh, purges. That could be their purge costume is like <laughs> first aid. Wow. Stuff. Like they go into a tent, it's just an execution. <laughs> That's so terrible. And the purge doesn't exist in Mexico. Yeah. So why would we think that? You said that Juana and Adela are free and safe in Mexico, which will be filmed in sepia. Or is it sepia? I always mix up how to pronounce that word. You don't know? Okay. I actually gave you a point and a half for that because there's no sepia. Let's just say that straight okay. off the bat. But Juan and Adela are safe from the purges in Mexico. But keep in mind, the whole reason that we have the movie in the first place is because they escaped from Mexico to the US. So everything that they established at the start of the movie has now just been reversed. So they're back at square one. Yeah, so, they are, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> so they it, are, yeah. yeah. And, and everything the, was a waste of time. And all the trouble that they had in Mexico so is they, presumably still there. Yeah. It's only been 10 months. Yeah. That puts a whole doubter on the whole Exactly. Because when the movie ended and they're all like smiling and happy, I'm like, what are you smiling about? You're literally back where you started and you, you're fucked. You're doubly fucked. You can't go that way. You can't go this way. Yeah. So I was just like, they can't be free and happy. I'll still give Medi D a point and a half. But, Thanks. you know. <laughs> so you said that the movie ends with the entire United States being bombed by either an internal <laughs> or an external power. So they're like either... The, the government decides to bomb themselves uh -huh. or another power, that, you know, decides to swoop in and bomb them. Yeah. We didn't decide on we who. Like, we like a big dramatic ending. And the, the, the movie ends with the entire country blowing up. <laughs> I love me. Now, that doesn't happen. There's smoke and fire and stuff. I gave you half a point and I really didn't want to give you half a point you for did. this. But I gave you half a point because the, the movie does end with the US falling into total chaos. Basically, all the cities are in flames. So, yeah. The imagery that you described is similar to what happened, but there's no, like, massive nuke Mushroom going cloud, off. cloud, yeah, bl like, blowing up, yeah. No. Yeah, it's not like the end of Doctor Strange, love, so. It, yeah, yeah. It does It does end with, like, you see the whole place is on fire, so. Yeah, that's why I gave you half a point, because I'm like, the imagery is there and the sentiment is there, yeah. but, you know, it's not. <laughs> either the government or another government blows up the country. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That was everything that you said. Cool. And in the original episode, uh, at this point, you went on to say that you felt really confident about what you said until you'd heard my plot. Right. And you're like, I'm not as confident anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that netted you a total of 23 and a half points. Yeah, that's what I expected. That's what I expect. I expect to get somewhere in the 20s. Yeah. Well, there you go. I, You know what? I'm not unhappy with that. You should be. 
It was a terrible prediction. I'm not unhappy with that. <laughs> okay. Um, as long as you're not unhappy. But basically, everything you said really didn't match the movie. I'll tell you what. I got, you, some, I got, you got some aspects. You got some beats and you got some imagery and uh, you got all the themes correct. Mm. And I think aside from that, yeah, what you said didn't match. Considering I've happened. never really watched Purge movies, I think that's... Uh, or yeah. the trailer for this one, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't, I don't, I've watched it several times. Wow. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy with that. Okay, like I said, as long as you're happy, happy I'm not sometimes, happy with it. Sometimes you've got to go out on a limb and sometimes it doesn't work out. I like that that's your justification yep, every single time you do That is my justification. <laughs> wow. All right. Now that we've gotten the purge out of our system, the forever purge out of our system, Matty D, what are your thoughts? What are your final thoughts on this uh, installment of the purge? <laughs> well, uh, gee, the only purge movie I have seen. Yeah, yeah. I think it kind of bleeds into this whole episode. What my feelings of yeah. the Purge movie is. Uh, I don't. I didn't particularly like it. I kind of dragged my feet watching it. I kind of thought, you know what? I'll give. You know, I'll, I'll like a child who's given me a, a drawing. I'm going to give this movie some credit. Okay. Like, congratulations for trying to insert like a political message. But they always do that in the Purge movie. Good on you, Chief. Well done, Sport. Well, I don't know that. Okay. It's my first Purge movie. But I thought it was so ham, like so- Ham-fisted. Yeah. We love to say when a message is ham-fisted. And oh boy, this was a this double was ham fist. So ham-fisted. And it just like to the point where it was like- You're, you're groaning. You're not clever here. <laughs> you know what no. I mean? The movie thought it was being really clever with its writing when actually it felt like a child had come up with like the, the political parallels. Yes. And as we said in that original episode, the movie was supposed to come out in late 2020, around the time of the last American election. And the fact that it was delayed by COVID, I think, really hurt it as well because yeah. it seems so topical. out of date and it's not topical anymore. Yeah. Not that a movie should ever really aim to be I topical. Mean, a, a lot of the themes are kind of, you know, the themes about immigration and racism, that, that, that translates through any year. But That's they right. were really aiming for that whole Trump administration. That's right. That's right. So the movie was being made while all of that was going on. Yeah. And I think the filmmakers really wanted to make a commentary on that. But the fact that it came out a year after Trump had left office, yeah, it just sort of felt like, huh, this feels like it came a couple of years too late. It hurt it. It hurt it. So I need to make a confession here, Kieran. Uh, but you like that aspect of the movie, it, we were saying. While I was kind of applauding them for trying okay. it. But what's your confession? I didn't love how they went about it you know what i mean but no my, my confession is is that when we watched <laughs> when we were supposed to watch the the best of uh of that year what, 2021 2021 when we were supposed to watch the best of 2021 i put on the purge movie and i can't say i the watched forever it particularly yeah the forever purge this movie we're just covering i i kind of watched it and doing something else at the same time and i just would skip <laughs> massive wow. parts. Oh, so this was your first movie. time watching the movie. So what? This is the first time watching the movie front to back because there were parts we were having a conversation about the purge. I didn't want to admit to you that I like lazily watched this movie. I was just like, I'll skip to the middle bit. Kay got the point. I'll skip to the end. And like, you no were wonder you were still confident in your plot. You yeah. haven't seen the movie. <laughs> you were saying stuff about the purge. You're like, what about this bit? And I was like, yeah, that bit. That bit was great. Uh, that bit was stupid. I had no idea what you were talking about. So this is the first time I watched it front to back, and it was a totally different experience. Still hated it. <laughs> wow. But you know what? This this was never my movie. I would never go watch this movie if I of your didn't own free will. Have yeah. to. And when I watched it, and that was the thing when I was watching this movie, I I would 
kind of <laughs> like my attention would just like drift off and I'd be Thankfully, like Thankfully it was only an hour and a half but it felt so much longer yes. Kieran but there were points where in the movie I was just like what happened oh I'm gonna have to rewind it because if I miss something you know in Kieran's prediction that I you know can't live with myself because that's how seriously I take this show and I'd like reverse I'd rewind it and be like oh that's why this is happening oh this is why you know so it was such a hard slog for me but if it's, this is your kind of movie good for you it's not mine well I can't say it's my kind of movie I've never really liked any of the Purge movies, to be perfectly honest. I've watched all of them hoping to like them, but they're always underwhelm. And this certainly wasn't another circumstance of it underwhelming. Uh, As I've said before, it's a very forgettable movie. If you've seen any movie like this, and there are a dime a dozen, you're not going to remember it the next day. Uh, There were a few things that I did appreciate about the movie on your sort of like being positive note that you sort of set the precedent there for. There was this one scene where they're in Electro City. Sorry, when they're in <laughs> El Paso, where it's one long take of them just going from like street into like a shot and then going from into a shot to outside to like behind a group of cars, sort of taking out people as they go. And I thought that was a pretty well executed shot. Okay. A pretty, you know, well crafted scene. And I was just like, oh, this belongs in a better movie. But, you know, <laughs> it was pretty impressive for a purge movie, for a low budget horror movie what they were able to do there. And they shot on a real street as well. So it wasn't, you know, blue screen or green screen or CGI or anything like that. So I'm just like, oh, they're, they're going for something here. And for a Purge movie, they were pretty ambitious. Like I haven't seen, well, the last couple were probably as ambitious as this one, if not more so. But I appreciate that they just weren't stuck in a house the whole movie, like the first movie. True. Yeah, that was good. So that's always a good time. But yeah, aside from that, yeah, everything was so cliche. Everything was such a, you know... If you've seen it before, you find it boring. We predicted the movie, so we knew what all the beats were going to be. The whole movie is essentially in the trailer. So if you've seen the trailer, you've seen the movie. So there were no real surprises. And I don't think there ever really is going to be many surprises in a Purge movie. Didn't really connect to any of the characters, so I didn't really care if they live or died. And as I explained before, it's the same beats throughout the whole plot. And so once you get the same beat like a third or fourth or fifth time, you're like, all right, when are they going to be rescued at the last second? Here we yeah. go. T- t- telling the same joke over and over again. is essentially Yeah, this essentially. It's like an episode of Potential Spoilers. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, while like I appreciate the effort that they went to or, you know, as much effort as they put in, wasn't really for me and I didn't really enjoy it. And I think I stand by saying it's one of the most forgettable movies of 2021. Yeah, I definitely agree. With We've you. definitely seen worse movies. I'll say that. Yeah, it's it's not bad, but it's just it is it's just not very forgettable. Either. Like I, next week I will have no recollection of this movie. I guarantee it. Yeah, it was one of the movies I actually forgot we covered. <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Yeah, that's how forgettable it is. Yeah, I when we when it came up on the schedule for us to do an actual spoilers episode, I was just like, we covered that movie. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot all about it. And that happens very rarely for us. All right, so who cares what we think? Let's broaden out our reach. So what did you think? Have you seen The Forever Purge? You can send us your thoughts at uh, several places. You can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can find us on our social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can simply leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site. Matty D, are you excited for what we're going to be covering next week? What are we covering next week? We're returning to the superhero well. Fantastic. We're returning to a franchise that that you're a fan of. We're returning to the world of Spider-Man. Hell yes. Because next week we're covering the animated sequel to Spider-Man. What was the original movie called? Spider-Man's Multiverse Multiverse of Madness. No, that's not right. Into the Multiverse, right? Yes, that's it. Into the Multiverse. And next week we're covering the sequel to that Spider-Man Across the Multiverse. Does that sound right? That sounds like the title. 
I have no history or uh, connection to this movie whatsoever, aside from the fact that I know who Spider-Man is. Cool. Are you going to watch the... I will watch the, the first movie in preparation. I, I imagine you've already seen it. I've seen it, yes. I'm going to be very interested in your opinion of it, yeah. because I think I know what your opinion will be, but I guess we'll see. I already have week. preconceived opinions of the movie without even having seen it, so it'll be interesting to talk all about that next week. We're going to do separate plots for this one, so I can't wait to see what radical ideas we're going to have going in. <laughs> I'm just excited to see Paper Bag Man, to be perfectly honest. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that well, next anything week. Anything can happen in this movie. Anything. It's another multiverse Spider-Man movie, so Love it looks like they're going balls to the wall, soup to nuts with it as well. So, yeah, can't wait to discuss it. So, please join us next week when we're going to talk about Spider-Man across the multiverse. Till then, we'll see you next week. Boom!